Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of the Deep Lifestyle Podcast. As you can see, I'm speaking English. I'm going to do this episode in English because I want everyone to understand and benefit from what I'm going to say, especially my friends in Miami and other parts of the U.S. So I'm going to be speaking about the murder of George Floyd, may he rest in peace, and the mass protests that are happening as we speak in the United States. Um, I think it goes without saying that I am obviously with all the protesters and against this police brutality that they keep on committing against black people okay so i just wanted to have that really clear so let's begin so shit's changing really fast okay the world is changing really fast and if you didn't wake up to some type of truth during quarantine in the silence or the lack of movement or the confines of your four walls now reality or injustice or how the world really works is hitting you left and right and this is if you're privileged enough to have been able to ignore the black murders and given that you don't feel discriminated every day right I have done a lot of introspection and I'm not going to go down this path because I feel like this is what everyone is sharing in social media, which is amazing, right? But I feel like we've had enough videos and posts to think about our privilege. So it's not what I'm going to ask you today. You can do that and I encourage you to do that on your own time. Ask yourself what racial privilege do I have? What economic privilege do I have? What educational privilege do I have? Etc. Okay? So I invite you, if, if you haven't thought about this, to pause the podcast and really think about it. Because I've done some deep, deep diving. And I've come to the conclusion that I'm not going to focus the podcast on this. Because I think we are all smart enough, capable enough to recognize our own privilege. And if not, we have a gazillion videos on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook that will help us. Okay? Perfect. But let's bring it back, right? I know I went a bit fast on that, but that was like my main point, my thesis. And don't worry, now I'm going to break it down. So, during COVID-19, I drafted a list of questions that we could have asked ourselves, or at least I asked myself, right? I I can only speak from my experience, and I really hope my experience helps you all. So I'm going to share this list of questions, and, and at the end, I'm going to tell you what binds them all together, right? So during COVID, I asked myself questions like, do I like what I do for work in life? How did my employer respond to this crisis? Was I fired? Was I not? Was my salary cut unjustly? Do I deserve it? Do I deserve this treatment from my employer? Do I like who I live with? Be it my partner, my family, my sister, my brother. How do I spend my time with nowhere to go? Do I like being with myself? If not, why? If yes, why? How do I handle massive levels of anxiety? How or will I survive this? And what the common denominator 
in this and i truly pardon my english i feel like i'm having a hard time speaking it i don't usually speak uh say my podcast in english so i i just want to set that you know put that on the record in case you see me like thinking a lot it's not that i don't know what to say i have it all written in front of me i just don't know how to say it um so all these questions have in common the me the my the i the individual experience because i feel like covid-19 woke us up to ourselves and it was a very personal experience because we were all confined in a different way some were fired some weren't some really liked who we were or where we were confined some hated it um some saw it as a spiritual retreat because you had the privilege right and other people saw it as hell on earth every point of view is respected but what i want to signal and point out is that it was a highly individual experience so now let's bring it to the protest right race I believe is a subjective experience because perhaps your mom is white and your dad is black and you came out black but your mom is white so you have that history right that upbringing in you so race is in my opinion and I'm going to really state this and have this clear as a white Puerto Rican Okay, white Puerto Rican who recognizes her privilege in the world. Okay? I recognize that race is a subjective experience, but perhaps if you're black and you're listening to this podcast right now, you're going to say, "Paula, fucking bullshit. It's not a subjective experience because I don't choose the race I was born in." And I can't choose the discrimination that I receive. You're right. So this is why I'm going to say what I'm going to say after. And this is why um race being a subjective experience in my opinion is not the base of my argument when I'm talking about the protest and I'm going to explain if none of this made sense to you right now. So during quarantine you dealt and questioned your shit. But I feel like the protests are asking us are making us ask ourselves. So what are we going to do with this bullshit? And by this bullshit, I mean the shit we keep on allowing, right? Because we should have gone to the streets with the first black person who was murdered. And for those of you that have been learning about the history or relearning or refreshing the history of black people in the United States they've been getting murdered for a while okay for fucking years since they came here to the United States forced okay so let's just keep that in mind so and now i'm going to go into a bit of a, a history lesson but not really it's just my opinion i don't think it's a coincidence that the basis of american society and economy was based on slavery that blacks in my opinion are the most marginalized group in the us and mind you 
I am a woman. I know we are marginalized, but blacks are more marginalized. And I know I just said that as a literal translation of Spanish, but I really hope you get the message and not my not so correct English. I know I didn't use the correct wording, but I really hope you got the message. What do I want to say with this? I want to say that it's no coincidence that this is what is calling our attention right after we just questioned the base of our existence as individuals, as individuals, and we were motivated to change our lives. I know everyone has just one thing they want to change. Man, I want to eat healthier. Man, I want to wake up earlier. Or man, I need. I know I need to meditate every morning. Oh, you know what? I know I don't want to work for anyone else ever in my life because my employer was a bitch during the quarantine. And I feel like we're being asked to reevaluate another root, a very important root, actually the pillar of American society inequality race inequality some shit we cannot fucking control we can't control where we were born to who we were born the color of our skin and this is a root that must be equalized or liberated or put the put the adjective whatever adjective you want right before we solve anything else because if we don't solve this Nothing else is going to work or or be solved or no justice is going to exist because if we can't set the tone for for these clearly unjust, clearly brutal murders, what are we going to be able to do? So, if you're white and you're listening to me, I'm going to invite you to do a visualization. So let's close our eyes. Let's take a deep breath. Exhale through our mouth. Let's do this three or four more times. So let's imagine you're driving your car. You're on the highway. You're black, okay? You're black, you're driving your car, you're on the highway. And you see a police right behind you. And as soon as you see him or her, your palms start sweating, your heart starts racing. And all you can think about is fucking shit. I know my back tail light is not working. Just one of them. And I know if this police sees it, if he's not too much in a rush and he sees it, he's going to pull me over. And I might go to jail tonight. 
you pull over. You put your hands on your wheel. You've practiced this before. Your parents taught you how to do everything right when a police officer stops you. License and registration. Sir, may I please grab my license and registration? Yes, ma'am. You take it or yes, sir. You show it to the cop. Ma'am, you know your back tail light was, is, is not working. Yes, sir, I'm aware, but I'm getting it fixed tomorrow morning ASAP. You are under arrest, ma'am. Please get out of your car. There's no way in hell you're going to fight with the officer. You just get out of the car and you're arrested for a taillight. Now, I want you to ask yourself, as a white person, has that ever happened to you? That's never happened to me. And if it has happened to you as a white person, please message me on Instagram. I'm really curious because I've been seeing a lot of videos on Instagram and Facebook of just black people narrating their daily lives. And this was a really common story. Getting arrested for really stupid shit that police have stopped me for. <laughs> the amount of things the police have stopped me for, to, I, I really don't know how I haven't, you know, gotten arrested, but that's not the point. The point is that I want you to feel the rage of getting arrested for something so stupid and knowing that if you fight back or say something that as a white person, you could say it, that would get you killed or even, or arrested even faster, let's say that. So I just wanted you to feel the rage and the anger because sometimes it's really hard for us to feel it if we're not in in a black person's position because we haven't been through this discrimination this racial prejudice perhaps we've been through other types of prejudice and discrimination given that i am latina that i am a woman but again i'm white so based on race i haven't been discriminated i cannot lie but this visualization really helped me to put myself in this person's position So what do I want to say? How do I want to close this podcast? This is the grand awakening, people. And if you don't believe me, just wait a couple months and let's see what else 2020 has in store for us. This is accelerated growth. Spiritual growth. Mental growth. Stamina. Seeing if you got what it takes to survive in this world that we are living I don't think shit is going back to normal. I think shit is changing at such a fast pace that you gotta get on the train and go. And when your white privilege wants to turn the page and be like, okay, yeah, Black Lives Matter, sacabo, no more, okay, we gotta like get back to normal life. Remember the rage you felt in your visualization. And realize that that was just you visualizing. Imagine you living it. Imagine the people you love living it. Let's wake the fuck up. Let's do something about it. Because if you don't do something about it now, 
You're going to have to do something about it next month. When your whole city is, is looted, rioted, when police are going down your street, when they activate the National Guard, when bombs are, 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 are going through your street and, and military men are completely armed and you're fearing for your fucking life. Because that's what's going to happen if we don't stop fighting and we let them win. We cannot let them win. This is not okay. This is not acceptable. No one deserves this shit. Thank you for listening. I wish you all a great day. And to all my brothers and sisters who are in the U.S. fighting, I send you love, support, peace, encouragement, but above all, strength and stamina to not give up. Don't give up. Now is the fucking time. We deserve justice. May all the black men and women who have died since the beginning of slavery, may they all rest in peace and may their deaths be now... I don't even know the word I want to use. May they be justified or... No, not justified. That's not the word. Fuck. Que todas las muertes... Que todas las personas que han muerto a causa del racismo por fin descansen en paz. May all the people who have died due to racism may they rest in peace. Finally. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you.